Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Welcome to where East meets West in collaboration with Apolog and America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and I'm so excited for us to be rolling out this new show for you. It's all about how we can bridge the connection between the culture, the values, the way of being from the West, from the East, and see what are some of the benefits, what are some of the learning tools that we can bring forward in our life. How can we bridge divides and no longer talk about who we think is better or worse, which culture, which race is higher or lower, to stop all of that, but to basically learn more about each other, and in particular, The world of India and America is big for me on the scale because being half Indian, half African-Caribbean, like our Vice President in the United States, I'm looking at us having these shows to have really deep, meaningful conversations with people who are similar, people who maybe have been raised in the USA or who have been in and out of India or have traveled the world, or individuals who just see things from a different perspective and have a very inclusive way of living and existing. I have three exciting guests that I had to interview and bring on air. They're from the Kolam Project, and let me give you a little bit of an insight on who they are. With the election of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, whose mother is of Indian descent, three Indian American women created the inauguration Kolam 2021 Project to creatively welcome the new administration and Vice President Harris, in particular, as she became the first Asian American and Caribbean American woman to hold a nationally elective office, this public art offering was featured in the official presidential inauguration kickoff event. How sweet is that? So our guests today are the three creators of the project, Shanti Chandrasekhar, Somya Somnath, and Rupal Shah. So let me tell you a little bit about who they are. Shanti Chandrasekhar is a Maryland artist who has been drawing and painting since early childhood. Shanti has a deep understanding of columns from her grandmother, formal training, and her own practice. While many of Shanti's works are influenced by her Indian heritage, her true inspiration comes from the mystery and majesty of the world around her. Somya Somnath brings together three amazing skill sets. She's a structural engineer, who has spearheaded a decade of design and construction projects throughout the U.S., a community water, sanitation, and hygiene education specialist, focusing on community development projects in various countries, and she's a Tamil mother raising two beautiful daughters with language, culture, and wisdom of her family traditions. Somya is also the energy behind pipitap.org and an incredible advocate for the power of hand washing to save lives. I'm sure her kids love her at home. (laughs) Our third guest 
Rupal Shah enjoys being a journey woman of the Narmada Parikrama and an energizer bunny of service project, Woman After My Own Heart. She co-founded and co-led Indie Corps Service for the Soul Fellowship Program, helping Indians from around the world understand self and heritage through immersive grassroots community-based service in India. She encourages family and friends to be very good stewards of the earth. And it's really my honor to welcome these three women. Welcome, ladies. So glad that you could join us. When I heard about the Kolam Project, I was like, what's that? What's Kolam? What's the difference of that and Rangoli? And so I had all these questions in my mind, and I'm going to get right into it. So let me start off with maybe Shanti. Shanti, tell us a little bit about how you all came together and started this whole incredible gift offering, especially at this time with a new administration in the United States. I think it is serendipity when energies have to join together and come together and make something beautiful. It happens. And I have been working with Colin for many years. RuPaul just called me first week of December, and she said, would you be interested in doing Colum project with the D.C. public schools? And I love working with children, and so I was like, yes, let's do it, and it's going to be a big-scale project in terms of number of students. Then I said, yeah, I do have some ideas, and then she said, let me get Sonia on, and I didn't know who Sonia was. I had heard of RuPaul's name, and so the three of us were on the phone, and it was bringing in three different energies together. And for me, I'm not an organizer. I just do my artwork quiet in my house, my studio, you know, that's the kind. And, you know, these two energies came completely different from anything that I was used to. When they came up with this idea, I was like, yes, I have all these ideas in my mind and we can work on it. It is feasible. We can do it. Wow, that's great. Rupal, so where did the thought come from? What, you were just dreaming one night, you woke up and said... You know what? I want to do a project with kids. Come on. What was it? Like you, I wasn't sure I knew the difference between a column and a rangoli. I actually learned about a column through a video lecture that Shanti did in November and knew that the incoming administration, Kamala Harris, has a background also from South India, from Tamil Nadu. Sonia has been teaching her children a lot about Tamil culture, and she and I have done a couple of classes for the D.C. public schools as well, just on Indian culture generally. And I don't know, I think Shanti has it right. It's sort of kind of like, I don't think the idea is of us. I think it sort of came together on its own through us. I don't know how to say that differently, but the fun of it is the ways that everybody else also got it instantaneously when it was addressed, right? The D.C. public schools joined A lot of people from Shanti's Facebook communities joined, and even the Justice Arts Coalition, so we had incarcerated women, make these incredible pieces that came together into this beautiful column. Yeah, That must have been so powerful, especially the women that have been incarcerated. I've been working a lot with women that have been released, that are now returning citizens, and that's been a learning experience for me to see how much richness is in the souls, and that was locked away, you know, because of a mistake or a choice that one made. Anyway, that's another topic. So, Somia, where were you when Colin came to you and, you know, you're like, oh, wow, this will change your life in such a magnificent way? I grew up with the practice of Colin. It's funny, I never think of it as an art form 
which obviously it is, but I think of it as a meditative daily practice. And then Rupal called me up and said, what do you know about golems? What do you think about golems? And I always tend to tease Rupal a little bit about her Gujaratiness and her lack of Tamil vocab. So I was quite pleased. I was like, oh, a new Tamil word of the day for you. And it's just such a lovely opportunity, right? I grew up in a lot of different places where Tamil culture was not the dominant one. And so somehow subconsciously, I think my practice of a home culture, so to speak, has been very inward and sort of behind closed doors. And so with kids now raising them in America, I'm almost forced to look at it from a different perspective, right? Like how can I put it outward? How can they be proud about it? How can we do it in a way that, you know, this cultural identity brings you closer to people, not necessarily brings you away from people, as sometimes identity does. And so Rupal said, can we do something with Collins? Well, Harris's mother is from South India, is from Tamil Nadu. Can we make it big? Can we get lots of people involved? And I thought, that sounds intriguing. That sounds fun. That sounds like a lot of work, which I'd like to underscore. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it is. Eight weeks of magic and chaos brought this together, but there was just something really intriguing and continues to be, I think, intriguing about how can we share culture in a way that brings people together, and I think the Cohen Project did that. It's something I've not known of, and this is what I love about East meets West, is that we're going to learn so much about things that maybe I didn't know about, of course, but maybe the whole world didn't know about. So what is Kolam? I'm not going to do any justice of it because I've seen your video over and over again. I go, that's deep. That's deep. And every time I played back, I went, wow, that's so deep. Tell us, what is Kolam? Kolam is this living traditional art form. In India, there are like lots of different drawings. But in Tamil Nadu, the women to this day, they draw this Kolam every morning at sunrise in front of the houses. It's done on the floor. It's also done during sunset. It's during the threshold of space and time, kind of. So it's like in front of the house, on the floor, on the ground. So you clean it up with a broom and sprinkle water on earth. And in the morning, you make these dots using powdered um, rice or rock powder. And you just take a little bit of the powder in your hand and make dots on the ground and you bend at your hips. So you don't sit down, you don't kneel down, you try. That's the best way to do it. Not everyone does it, but you make these dots, pinching out a little bit of the powder on the ground. You're not using any tools, any measurements or anything like that. You just eyeball these dots on the ground, which in itself is very meditative. So you take a pinch and you make these little dots and verticals or depending on the kind of grid you want. And then you have these lines that weave around these dots. There are certain rules, but there is also the freedom to express your own paths there. But you also have to maintain a symmetry. So this is what is done on the ground. And people start walking over it, and it's gone. So they walk on what was designed early mm -hmm. in the mornings? Yes. Okay. It's right. walked over. It's gone. In the villages and rural, or when I was growing up, they would make a smaller column also in the evening at sunset. So it is basically working at the threshold of space and time, like the inside-outside, the day and night. And there is that transition from one to another. So the column is done. You make this beautiful drawing on the ground. You let go of it. And it is about impermanence. It is about non-attachment. And it's walked over and then you make another one. 
and it's the cycle. It kind of teaches you detachment, doesn't it? Like yes, you can't absolutely. hold on to anything. Life is a <laughs> constant flow, a constant moving forward. Rupal or Somnia, please share. What is the significance of it, though, to say that I can't see myself going out every morning and doing this in front of the house, but internally I see that I do the work in my head. But in addition to that, what's the significance of us doing that even in these particular times? So I think one of the words that's really popular in my house right now because I have small children is the word unitask. And I feel like when one draws a kodam, for me at least, my mind is on that and that alone. And I don't have enough of those moments where I'm not multitasking tomorrow's shopping list or yesterday's dinner or whatever the things are that are to-do list, right? I mean, it's very meditative. What a wonderful treat to have your mind be focused on the present, on what you're doing for just a few brief moments. And I feel what a gift to give yourself, right? You're starting the day with something like that. I mean, we should all be so lucky and have that. So necessary almost. There's a lot of symbology, and I think I'm sure Rupal and Shanti will add to it. But it's this idea that the dots are obstacles. And you weave these lines around them in the same way that you find ways around these obstacles. And as you get older and more skilled in golems and are able to weave more elaborately around them, so too will you find more solutions to life's challenges, right? The idea that all are welcome. I mean, it's made of rice flour, which draws insects and birds and ants. That's okay, right? It's like all are welcome. I mean, nature, the mother, Lakshmi, all are welcome. You see this beautiful thing before you walk into a home, whether yours or someone else's, and you've had a grumpy day, and I'm hopeful that we can all relate to that feeling, but there's something that stops you for a moment, and somebody put work into this beautiful thing to greet you. It's like, hey, none of that grumpiness is worth that. So there's just so many beautiful pieces. I was actually thought as a child in Shanti, and I feel like I should share this now, seven, eight weeks after our project, but to never walk on it, because it was like, that's somebody's effort that you did it, but it's still so impermanent. In a time we take pictures of the food we eat to document it, right? There's nothing sort of impermanent or ephemeral anymore. And this idea that this work of love is just released to the animals and to the insects and to the wind and to the people walking over, and for you to do it again the next day is so moving. Oh, I'm getting all emotional. Good Lord. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm feeling it too because it's interesting. I came across something very funny the other day that in like another 20 or 40 years, so to speak, people will go back and instead of showing pictures of themselves growing old, they'll be showing food that they've eaten. It's just what people do nowadays. And I'm not quite sure what's the significance of taking pictures. I've not taken pictures of food or selfies. So I'm not quite sure if I'll get into that genre, but let's just see. You know, looking at Colum and looking at the current energy in the United States of America, globally right now, everywhere, with India going through its crisis with the farmers, with America still trying to heal from a previous administration and, I don't know, beginning to recognize how much, as Americans, there's a need for more information, perhaps more understanding, more love. In what way can Kolam help somewhere like America or even like India? How can Kolam help us to understand ourselves maybe just a little bit better so we can usher through just a better culture? I love the way you put those dots together. And I'm loving sort of column and the lines and dots connecting all day. It's sort of a really fun 
imagery. I think that's exactly why we did this for the inauguration. I think that our recognition that it's a spirit offering for one, that it is about welcoming a new day or a new time in the way that Shanti described the thresholds. It's about going around obstacles. It's about meditation. It's about bringing lines and dots, if not together, through a flow that flows through you. And I think that the ability to ask people to do something like that in a pandemic that allowed them to do something at home. I don't know if you got a chance to see the video, but basically what we asked people to do was make a tile at home. Each person was given a dot, essentially, and to decorate and put themselves in as much as they could into that dot. And then our work was to put those dots together and weave the line so that they flowed. But it was sort of this tapestry, this quilt of all these beautiful stories of people coming together. And I think you're so right. At a time where there's a lot of conversation about how different we are, there's something actually pretty beautiful about bringing a meditative practice involving the simplicity of dots and lines, which actually isn't so simple because Shanti did a million and one mathematical calculations to make this column happen, I think is actually quite fun. So what's the vision for column? What are you all seeing in the future where the column project's concerned? There's just um, so many openings because column is a very versatile tool in a way, whether it is meditation or it is art, it is very mathematical. When you pick a theme, and column could be a wonderful analogy or metaphor in terms of how to explain something. Like a lot of times your learning comes in from understanding something that you already know and then take it to the next level. And I think that I think is what column could be used. I don't know if that's the word. Because I think what it shows is that there are rules, there are restrictions, and within those, you can still be as creative as you want to be. And I think that in itself is the message in terms of which hour space. It could be a museum, it could be open air, it could be in schools, in any space, and the size changes. We have a really large one, but we could make a small one. I think it's a sharing. I call it the power of lines. This is one of them, and every culture has. And I think through Colum, the larger one that I would like to see happen is that people will go back to their roots, their cultures, and see that they also have something that is so powerful. And I think the diversity is what makes life interesting. Without it, it would just be so boring. And I think Colum's part would be making that happen everywhere. Definitely. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. So, yeah, I just wanted to add to that just some of the nitty-gritty. So there will be a physical installation in April, hopefully in front of the Capitol building, just to have some of that physical offering come to life. I think one of the things that I hope will come out of it for me personally is I feel a little bit braver and more courageous about certain elements of my life now that are okay to share. Does that make sense? We talked about what's the difference between a kolam and a rangoli. So the rangoli is awesome, but it's a louder, shinier sister of the kolam in some ways, right? It's a lot of the colors. Whereas what do we have? We have the white rice powder against a dark background. Even when I introduced kolam to my children, I'm embarrassed to say I introduced rangolis first. And I'm like, look at this explosion of color. Look at this riot of color. It's very exciting and loud. And I wave my hands a lot. 
but a quieter, more traditional art form was also kind of cool, right? People took to it. People got the symmetry and the balance and the harmony and the weaving around. And so I feel like, hey, I got more of these in our, in our cultural toolkit. We can bring more of them out. And so I think carrying that energy forward is something that I'd like to see us do both individually and collectively. Installation, I think that would be so great. How did you guys feel when you were included in the official inauguration to bring in the project? Because I'm sure you had no idea it would get to that level. I mean, were you guys excited or were you so cold and cool that you're like, yeah, we knew this was going to happen? <laughs> you know what's been really fun about that is to be able to bring in a different voice. We had an event on the 20th itself well, we invited all the people who submitted their colon tiles, and we talked about it as our own sort of colon ball in sorts, but it would have been people who would have otherwise not been able to go to a real ball. And I think what's really, really fun about it is even the stories, like I think the one thing that I walk away with from the colon is there were tiles that people submitted that are like seriously official artwork. Like they should be in some museum because somebody can draw like just unbelievably. And then there were tiles that were super simplistic, that were children's made. There was even one that my uncle made that I talk about a lot that literally is one green crayon and the entire section colored green. And if you put those super exciting tiles together, the ones that are like museum pieces against these other ones, all of them are absolutely exquisitely beautiful. Like you don't look and say, oh, that one is pretty. This one looks like, you know, somebody who has a little less artistic skill made it. There's something about the weave that I think is extraordinary. And I think the lessons from hearing people's stories, from watching what it meant to them, from recognizing that we were a part of where America is going and being able to like be a part of that and set the tone with this welcome symbol that's not just welcoming humans, but is about welcoming nature at a time that we're also thinking about climate change, I think is just exciting. Like there's something about that that says it was like a gift. It wasn't even like, oh, we've been recognized. It was like, oh, thanks for the platform because everybody needs to hear and see from all of these people who submitted the tiles. And I think that's the piece that was the most fun. And if we have some time during this, I think it would also be really fun because I agree with Sonia. I come from the flashy Rangoli side of the world. And so I think that recognizing the beauty of these dots, even if they're not physical, is actually kind of fun. So Shanti does a little meditation where she actually has to close her eyes at the beginning and actually do columns kind of in spirit. So if we have a moment, I think it'd be fun to invite her. I will say, just to add to Rupal's thing, first of all, that was a lot of work too. I feel like I'm the grumpy old person who's like, that was a lot of work to have to put that video together at such short notice. But it just reminded us, it affirmed that more exciting than telling your story is being the keeper and holder of other people's stories and getting to share things that other people might not have the opportunity to. What an honor and a gift for that. And I think I remember that only when we finally saw it air and people called up and said how much it meant to them. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's why. Right? So I will hold that feeling close for a long time. Long time. Well, why don't we let everyone listen to the sharing that you all offered for the official Joe Biden and Kamala Harris inauguration. Take a listen.
especially looking forward to Kamala Harris making history as she becomes the first woman, first African-American, and the first Asian-American vice president. This is such a historic moment for our country as we come together and welcome the new Biden-Harris administration. Thank you, Whoopi. I love you. We all love Whoopi. (laughs) Our next performance comes from the 2021 Colum Project. Let's take a look. Months ago, I was introduced to a column, which is a South Indian geometric pattern of dots and lines. And we connected that to Kamala Harris's heritage and learned about its energy and the energetic welcome that it provides. We recognized that this would be a really great opportunity for a lot of people in America to participate in a cultural offering. Each of the dots in a column represents obstacles and the lines around it are the way we flow. So we asked people to make a tile at home using paper and recycled campaign signs, or just simply cardboard, and put a little bit of themselves into coloring around the dots. We've had an incredible response in terms of participation, from the DC public schools, to yoga groups, to five-year-old Savita, all the way to 95-year-old Rukmaniyanti. It's been an extraordinary community experience and a collective offering. Inauguration Column 2021 is a way for us to provide a different kind of energy for a new administration. Column is a traditional art form from Tamil Nadu in South India. Women draw them on the floor outside their houses using powdered rice or rock. These geometric patterns consisting of dots and lines are a symbol of welcome and also a reminder to enter the house with positive energy. Columns are ephemeral as they are walked over and wiped away, making way for a new column the next day. Personally, I find drawing columns very meditative. They have been my constant guide, helping me find solutions to many of life's challenges. Here is a quick lesson on columns. We will start with the basics and work our way up in complexity. Columns can be visual expressions of many life lessons. One such idea is that the dots represent obstacles in life, and weaving around them while maintaining a symmetry teaches you how to deal with real-life challenges. To give you an idea of the scale of the column installation, you can compare the 7-dot column to the 47-dot column, extending to about 60 feet in length. A 47-dot column means 1,149 tiles. That's thousands of stories that we're going to weave together into a quilt-like ground cover somewhere in D.C. Folks from around the world have been asking how they can be a part of this. So we're also doing a digital photo mosaic column. All you have to do to be a part is submit your picture with a column at 2021column.com. We get a lot of unbelievably beautiful tiles, but the heart of this project is about the spirit and the stories of the people who participated. We have stories of joy and learning, kids finding ways to reinvent the column in art class, we're tying in history lessons about the Underground Railroad and their tile designs. We heard stories of healing. A woman lost her father to COVID a few weeks before she sat down to design her tiles. And she put all of that love and that grief and those memories of her father into her designs, and she found it therapeutic. 
Now this woman was a stranger to me, but after we talked and I hung up, I just wept both at her loss, but also the beauty of this moment of connection. We hope it's clear that this project isn't about politics or about a political victory. It transcends that. I'm a dumb mother raising two bicultural daughters in the U.S., and it's hard at times. But to realize that there's going to be a woman called Kamala Devi in the White House and that there's a giant collaborative column that thousands of people were a part of is so moving. You know, it resonates not just because part of my cultural story is being represented, but it's also about opening the door to have more and more stories heard. And for many of us, that is one of the most beautiful parts of the promise of America. Shanti, thank you. That's beautiful. Could you take us into one of those meditations that Rupal was sharing that you do so well with Kolam? Sure. So let's start with sitting comfortably and close your eyes. Imagine you are at the doorway in front of a house in India and it is sunrise. And you are at the doorway looking down at the earth in front of this house. Now with a broom, sweep away the dirt that has settled overnight and the, from the previous day. Sprinkle water from a bucket with your fingers in such a way you don't create a puddle, but it is just softly sprinkled to let the dust settle down. Feel the coolness of the earth under your feet and smell the freshness of the earth, the wet earth. Now. Hold a bowl of kola marble, the kola powder, in your left hand, and take a pinch of the white powder with your right hand. Bend down at your hips and draw three dots vertically by pinching out the powder. And the three dots are about three inches apart. So when you draw these three, make sure that they're evenly spaced. Now, make two dots one to the right of the center dot and another to the left of the center dot. Now refill your column powder in your fingers and now you're going to draw a line connecting the midpoint between the horizontal dots, the one on your right and the middle one, all the way go diagonally to the one about like the vertical one. And extend that line as you pinch out and feel the coarse powder, which is like going to slip out of your fingers around the top dot and make your way around it after creating the loop and go towards the one that is on the right. So do the diagonal line, go around and make a loop and repeat this with the bottom dot and then you will eventually reach back the point where you started and there you complete the final loop there. So you have four loops and a square in the center and that's your color. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Ladies, it's been a treat having each and every one of you on. It's been very moving for me and also quite informative. Are there any, I don't know, closing remarks that you'd like to offer our listeners, something that would be a key takeaway for them to connect their lives with Colum and in whatever way they can also be of support to the project? Could you leave us with 
some sort of a contact information as well. I'll say something, and hopefully Samia and Shanti will add. I just want to say thank you. We were excited to be a part of this show because we got a chance to hear how you use meditation as a way to bridge and heal. And I feel like in some ways this was our offering in the same capacity. You can check out our website at 2021colum.com. It will include the information for when we actually do the installation in front of the U.S. Capitol. We hope sometime in late April or early May. If COVID abates, we'd love to invite folks to come out and be a part of it. And if not, we hope to share it virtually. But either way, we hope that you walk away with some of the spirit of the Colum and the idea that Uh, It's something that all of us can do in our own way, whether we think of ourselves as artists or not, simply to be able to add a physical kind of meditation that really welcomes a new day, perhaps every day. So I think that's our wish and hope, and uh, thank you. Anyone else? Shanti, Somya? With this column project, we were able to bring so many different people from all different walks of life and age, like from three to 95, from school students to even children in daycare centers. We were just able to reach out to so many different people. They were artists and there's still schools asking if they could be part of it. And all of this was done with people coming together and putting their energies together because otherwise it's a piece of cardboard that was repurposed, a signboard, and four sheets of printed paper you know, it's all these materials that are totally accessible within the pick it up from home and you put it together and you put your ideas. You don't have to be an artist. You don't have to feel like, you know, is mine going to look good? Because when it all comes together, there is no difference. Yeah. And it's all connected in such a way, almost like each one coming with a piece of quilt patch, like a story patch, and putting it together to create this tapestry, like where everyone has to be part of it to make this column happen. And we did this with a lot of family and friends who were, you know, volunteers given so much of their precious time to be part of it. I'm so glad they did, Shanti. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is how this current administration speaks volumes to what Colum would represent in terms of the diversity, the inclusivity. I mean, tears come to my eye when I think about this current administration and how it seems so well put together, but also the fact that I know it has a very arduous journey ahead of itself. But can the Colum project be something that can assist in making it a little bit easier than I think it can? Somya, any last-minute sharings before we close off? No, I think they've said it really well. Just go to 2021colum.com, draw a colon, take a breath. It will all be okay. So everyone, thank you so much for taking the time to join us with these incredible ladies. Somia, Shanti, and Rupo from the Colon Project. For more information, do keep in touch with them. I think this is a really important thing. And all of you, all the way in India, you can participate and do your Colon too. You don't have to just do your Rangolis. <laughs> you can do this and participate. And look, India also needs healing. Huh? There's so much going on everywhere. East, west, north, south. We all need to come together. We all need to go inside of ourselves, tap into what is pure, what is right, what is true, and then come together and do the work. It's going to be all right. You know, it's a lot less energy to be more caring and understanding than to hate and fight one another. So, you choose. 
Thanks for joining us. See you again and talk to you again real soon. Take care. I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.